The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 66 of the Adam Shine Podcast, and we have another Hall of Famer on the pod this week. Franco Harris, legendary member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is the featured guest this week on the Adam Shine Podcast. Did he catch it? The Immaculate Reception? We're going to have some fun with Franco. What a tremendous NFL career. We'll get his take on the current Pittsburgh Steelers, what it was like playing for the Steelers in the 70s, playing for Chuck Knoll. Franco Harris, of course, is the featured guest this week on the Adam Shine podcast. And it's great to be back. We were off last week. We were in Puerto Rico. What an unbelievable trip. Katie and I had a great time. We hadn't been away, just the two of us, since like 2017. Been a long time. So relaxed. Weather was unbelievable. Literally did nothing. Everyone needs a vacation like that. Not a trip, a vacation. Off days are great. I love days off. Mentally, you need it. You know, I got the radio show every day, the TV show every day, the podcast, NFL season doing that, and the pregame show on CBS Sports Network on Sundays. Taking a vacation, it's been a while since I've had a vacation. I was up at 7.30 every day. Having coffee on the beach. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. We literally didn't leave the beach. We ate on the beach. We drank on the beach. We took a walk on the beach. It was great. I brought clothes to work out in. I always want to, you know, use the Peloton or elliptical or run like I always do. Nope. I'm not, not. The only thing I returned to my suitcase that was clean was workout clothes. I mean, it was. It was great. What an unbelievable trip. And again, difference between a trip and a vacation vacation in puerto rico we went from a saturday to a wednesday it was incredible i feel like we were there for forever we have another trip planned at the end of august that's gonna be a trip with the kids when the girls come home from sleepaway camp or with theo we're going to los angeles which is going to be great i've never taken a trip to la for fun i've taken a bunch of work trips there but this will be the first vacation trip to Los Angeles. Really looking forward to Disney, Santa Monica. Got a whole bunch of things planned. So that'll be a tremendous amount of fun. And listen, L.A. right now is everything when you take a look at sports. I mean, it's crazy. Can you imagine being an L.A. sports fan? You got the Lakers making moves, Dodgers making moves, Rams. They're the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. Chargers are going to shock some people. They're hosting the Super Bowl coming up in February 2022 in Los Angeles, California. It's really all about L.A. right now. And you know, as a Syracuse grad and as a Carmelo Anthony apologist, I mean, I was so happy I could cry. 
when I saw my guy Carmelo Anthony signing with the L.A. Lakers. Listen, I don't want to hear that Melo's washed up. He was like Vinny Microwave Johnson, instant buckets last couple of years off the bench for Portland. Look, he's obviously an American icon in terms of Team USA basketball, one of the most prolific scorers in Olympic basketball history. And you look at Melo, he's one of the most prolific scorers in NBA regular season history. I mean, the Knicks with bad management, bad ownership, Phil Jackson, Jim Dolan, they ruined him. Didn't work out in Houston. He was doing great in Denver, wanted that trade to New York, obviously wanted to go home. I, I think Melo's been misunderstood for a long time, and now he's back with his – he's going to be a play with his bestie, LeBron, for the first time in their careers. You know, they, they've been best of friends forever, going back to the, the old AAU circuit, and this is great. And, and Melo's going to get that chip. I, I'm just so happy for him. Obviously won the championship, delivered the championship for my alma mater, for Syracuse. And, you know, a great Olympic player, as we mentioned, needs that championship. And the Lakers are going to win it. Don't don't get it twisted now. I've been obsessed with Russell Westbrook. Always defend them. Hate when people rip him. Anyone who says he's selfish. I mean, guys average a triple-double the last few years. He's an energizer bunny. It's going to be an ultimate big three. LeBron's the second-best player of all time in NBA history. Part of the beauty for LeBron, he could dominate games and seasons without scoring the basketball. So, you know, and AD is the most important player on the team. So Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, who's going to make sure they have that energy on a San Antonio Memphis swing in January. I mean, I love Russ. Russ is going to get his championship. Still can't believe OKC blew it and Golden State came back in 2016. That literally changed history. And I don't want to hear that the Lakers are going to be too old. I mean, I, I know that, you know, a lot of guys they signed are up there in age, but Dwight Howard is a great backup big, and he won a championship in L.A. You know, Trevor Ariza saws a lot of gas left in the tank. Love Wayne Ellington, the way he shoots the ball. Malik Monk is not one of these over-30 cats, and I still can't believe they stole him in free agency. I mean, the L.A. Lakers, they are the team to beat. They have a better big three than Brooklyn. And I would put them ahead of Utah, ahead of Milwaukee, ahead of Phoenix. Anyone else you want to throw at me? Lakers are going to win a championship. Dodgers are going to win a championship. And that's not exactly a bold prediction. How would you like to be an L.A. sports fan and get Russell Westbrook and Max Scherzer late last week uh, within 24 hours? I mean, are you kidding me? Scherzer's unbelievable. They get Trey Turner, too. Dodgers, I know they're a second-place team as we speak behind the Giants, who did make a great trade for Chris Bryan. Dodgers are absolutely going to win the World Series. Rams are my pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, which means they're going to play a home Super Bowl. Rams could win the Super Bowl. I hate the fact that they lost Cam Akers, but Matthew Stafford is everything. We had Sean McVay on Shine on Sports on Sirius XM and Listen, Stafford is going to be amazing. McVay absolutely loves him. Great weapons around him. Aaron Donald, best defensive player in the sport. I love the L.A. Rams as the best, most well-rounded team in the NFC. Green Bay is going to win a lot of games. Packers caved, gave Aaron Rodgers. Randall Cobb gave him power. You know, everything we said about Aaron Rodgers this entire offseason was 100% correct. And it's like he was reading a script from the Adam Shine podcast when he talked to the press and gave that honest news conference. I was wrong about him reporting, and he obviously did, once the Packers caved, and they had to because Jordan Love stinks, let's be honest here, and they were petrified to play him. So they gave him power, 
And he got Randall Cobb, and they also put it in writing, can't go after his money. So I thought that was great. Green Bay will be in, in consideration for the Super Bowl. Same with Tampa Bay. They're locked and loaded once again. Dallas, we just had Mike McCarthy on Shine on Sports. They'll be in the mix. And Mike McCarthy said on our radio show on Sirius XM that, you know, he's not worried about Dak Prescott's shoulder. And if it was a regular season, it would be different. Listen, the Rams, they're the most well-rounded team. Those other squads I like a lot, but the Rams are the team to beat. And I'm telling you right now, don't be shocked when Justin Herberts is in the mix for MVP. Derwin James is healthy. Chargers are going to make the playoffs this year. What an unbelievable time to be a fan of sports in Los Angeles, California. Franco Harris is the featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast, and the Hall of Famer joins us next. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast. Love having him on. He is a Hall of Famer, unbelievable guy, Pittsburgh Steelers legend, the great Franco Harris. Franco, it's Adam Shine. Good to talk to you again. How are you? Hey, Adam, doing wonderful. Thanks for letting me on, you know, be with you today. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, but Franco, first and foremost, Game day socks. Now, sometimes we get these promotions and, you know, we're always going to promote anything and everything. It's what we do. And Franco's holding it up right now for those that are watching the video. These socks are unbelievable. I'm a sock guy. I love socks. My son loves socks. My kids love socks. So tell us about game day socks. Well, you know, I had the idea that, uh, uh, you know, for someone's game game day gear that uh that socks need to be included and it, and it hit me where like the back of a sock kind of reminded me of someone's back and i said okay well let's take the image of the jersey 
and put it on the sock, the back of the sock, make it look like the back of the sock. And, uh, and you know, went to the Hall of Fame and, uh, and you know, got the license with them. And, uh, and so this is starting us on our way with the uh, Hall of Fame players. And what better players to start with than the greats, right? So, you know, so all the inductees, even past inductees, we have, we have their socks to honor them. And on the front of the socks is the Hall of Fame logo, um, you know, for our Hall of Fame players. And on the back, it looks like this jersey I used to wear <laughs> back, in the, you know, back in the 70s. But now the amazing thing about these socks, they never smell. Wow, is that true? Odor-free. We have our silver clean technology, you know, sewn into sewn into these socks. And so as long as your team wins, you don't have to wash the socks. You know, you keep that, keep that, keep that winning streak going. Now, now, uh, now, if your team does lose because your team smells, maybe you, maybe, maybe you can maybe you can wash the socks to re to refresh your team, but but the sock itself is always odor free, and antimicrobial clean. So uh, so hopefully the Steelers can go. What was it? Seventeen. Seventeen now. 17, yeah. Seventeen this year. So I'm telling Steeler fans, you don't have to wash these socks. You know. Listen, so, you know, at the end of the day, fans appreciate superstition. So, you know, if it works in terms of your outfit, you got to keep it. So, Franco, having socks that don't smell is everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I don't know how that would have worked on Lambert's and Joe Green's feet. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Now, that would have been the real test. What was it like playing for the Steelers in the 70s? I mean, look, I'm 44. I was born in, in 1977. I have a great appreciation for history. I've seen the games. I've watched the video, but I didn't live it. So, Franco, tell me in the younger audience what that was like. You guys were rock stars. You would kick ass and take names. You know, Steeler Nation omnipresent. How would you describe playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s? Well, you know, let me lay the groundwork here in the beginning that people have to realize that from 1933 to 1971, the Steelers were the worst team in NFL history. The worst in NFL history, right? So who'd want to go to that team? No, no fan support, never sold out a game. You know, no one's coming to games. Worst team in NFL history. So how do you think from 1972 for the rest of that decade, being from a team that always lost, always found a way to win, I mean, always found a way to lose, to now all of a sudden have this, have this run in this decade that is unparalleled in football history. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, <laughs> my rookie year, right? My rookie year was 1972. Look. Yeah. And so much happened that year. 
And it's funny because I come from, you know, good high school football program, fans cheering, you know, Penn State, you know, had great years there, you know, great fan base there. And here I am, you know, like in Pittsburgh, and first they weren't selling out. And all of a sudden, things changed. And these fans were nuts. And, and I'm saying to myself, because I didn't know the history back then, you know, in the beginning, I said, why are these people going crazy? Why are they, you know, you know just going wild with all this stuff? And I just didn't know that, you know, they never won anything. They were always called losers. And, and now we're, you know, we're in excitement and Franco's Italian army pops up, you know, and that fan base was incredible. And we keep winning and, and winning and, you know, and make the playoffs for the, I guess the second time in their history, in their 40 year history, the second time ever they made the playoffs. And here it is where we're winning during this playoff game, right? Six to nothing. And all of a sudden at the end, the Raiders score and go ahead, mm. seven to six. Old man Rooney leaves his box to go downstairs to, you know, to say, you know, well, you guys, good, good, good game. Sorry we lost. And as he's on the elevator, this play, the immaculate reception happened. And so, you know, when he got off the elevator, he was a winner. And that was the first playoff game victory ever for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Bradshaw's first touchdown playoff pass ever. And, you know, and after that, you know, the rest, the rest is history, you know, because I said they always found a way to lose before. And and now we found a way to win. Now, I mean, that was in a grand fashion. We found a way to win, you know, but but we found a way to win and it changed. And from then on, it was insane. It literally changed everything. And I, I... I asked you that question hoping you would go through that in terms of the history and the appreciation for it. And no surprise, Franco, you slammed that out of the park for me and and for the audience. So thank you for that. You know, there's nothing that makes me angrier than when people say, well, Franco didn't catch it on the Immaculate Reception. There, or if that was in modern day football and he's smiling, that they would have said that was not a catch. What's your reaction when you hear, oh, that ball hit the ground, or in, in 2020, 2021, they would have said that wasn't a catch? Well, you know what? There's, like, there's not much I can say. <laughs> and the like, reason why I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, and this is, I mean, it still boggles my mind. Okay, okay Bradshaw started scrambling. And I release, you know, from the backfield, say, I mean, I could be an outlet pass or like whatever. And he threw the ball. And I remember saying to myself, you know, because Joe Paterno at Penn State was like, go to the ball, go to the sure. ball. And, and like in my mind, I said, Frank, I go to the ball. And I start taking a couple steps towards the ball. I remember nothing after that. Wow. My mind is completely blank. 
The only thing I remember after that is stiff arming Jimmy Warren going into the end zone. From leaving the backfield to stiff arming Jimmy Warren, my mind's completely blank. And, and you know, and it's strange to me because I visualize nothing, I hear nothing, it's like nothing's there. And you know, I just see the video like everybody else, but it, but it's a weird feeling that nothing and you know and it was on december 23rd and you know so you know oh so part of that is you know my you know i don't know if you know my mom is from italy and so she didn't know much about football but she knew something was wrong you know like i know it's just hard to believe also okay so don't freak out you know you know because it's hard for people to believe but but you know she went and got her italian album mm-hmm and at that time, Aubrey Maria was playing. At the exact moment of the Immaculate Reception. Are you, are you serious, Franco? Bingo. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, that, 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 you know, how, and my brothers, and, you know, and my brother went running, my mom, 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 Steelers won. My mom said, she, she was the one watching the game. She said, I know. She knew. Mom knew. Mom didn't even have to watch. She just had the right record played, and she knew that the Steelers were going to take care of business. My goodness. Well, I mean, that's and, crazy, Franco. Yep, and I went to the airport after, you know, after the game because it was Christmas, and, and my, my plan was to go after the game, you know, to go to Jersey, right? Just my rookie year, and I'm going, you know, to Jersey to spend sure. Christmas, you know, with my family. And, uh, you know, so... You know, I, I get to Pittsburgh Airport, and I run into the Raiders team. Are you serious? At the airport? What was that like? Oh, my gosh. That was weird feeling. You know, you they're know, still and- not over it, by the way. Some of those – they'll, they'll never forgive you or the Steelers for that. You know that, right? Right. And so, like, one of the guys I knew on there who was a rookie also, uh, Mike's, Mike Ciani, uh, Jersey guy too. I'm a New Jersey guy, uh, and and uh, you know he came over to say hello, but you know, but no one else even looked my way or, you know, and whatever. But you know, but that was a kind of a odd moment that, you know, right, you know, right after the game, I'm going to the airport to you know to fly to Philly, you know, because you know, like I'm 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 from Jersey right outside of Philly. Because you never have and, someone from the home team going to the airport, right? That's I never thought of it that way. You're right. That's crazy. Right, right. you know, and 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 uh, and so that was uh, quite on. And 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 now, like myself and another Raider, uh, Phil Villipiano, we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you, you know do. what I mean. And 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 he's one of those deniers. <laughs> oh, and Phil is always denying it. Oh, but can we get on the record? Franco Harris, you caught that pass. Can I get that on the record, please, Franco? All right. Hey, hey, that, hey, that's as cl- close look, as I'm going to get from Franco. Hey, hey listen, I, as I said, I remember nothing. That's the weird thing. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. It goes down in history as one of the great moments, <laughs> the great catches of all time. Hey, well, like, I can't tell you, you know, what feeling that was that in the first hundred years of the NFL, this was voted the number one play in NFL history. Yeah. I mean, 
like I still can't grasp that. Like, I mean, how do you grasp that in a hundred years of the NFL and all the plays ever in NFL hundred years that this one play is number one? You know, I mean, that's like, I still haven't got, you know, it's still hard to grasp. I, and deservedly uh-huh. so. I mean, it's it's clearly an all-timer on so many levels, in, including the historical perspective from a Pittsburgh Steelers fan standpoint, which I'm glad you went into. Now, the season is going to start preseason-style, Hall of Fame game coming up. We're taping this on Tuesday the 4th, and coming up on Thursday, we're going to have – we're taping this on Wednesday the 4th of August, and coming up tomorrow on the 5th of August – it's going to be the Hall of Fame game with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys, which is pretty perfect. So, Franco, you hear Steelers, uh, uh, Cowboys. What goes through your mind? Oh, uh, man, we love beating those boys. Oh, my God. Oh, we love beating those boys. I tell you what, I can't wait. You know, and back in the day, we loved beating those boys. <laughs> so I'm still saying, oh, yeah, you know. Love beat those boys. What, what I can't are your favorite? Wait. What are your favorite memories from those Super Bowls against the Dallas Cowboys? Well, first of all, we won, right? That's you right. Know? That's right. You know? And and like I have to say that it does feel good, you know, never losing the Super Bowl. You know that uh, you, you know that was pretty special, and we had two great games against the Cowboys, and. Uh, and uh, well, I mean, all four are special, and and no doubt the Cowboys. You know, the uh, both of us have great fan nations, as you know. You know, Cowboys, Steelers. I would say Green Bay. You know, our nations are just incredible. And uh, and also, you know, we have five players. You know, Steelers going into the Hall of Fame this weekend, and the Cowboys. I I think they might have three or, you know, going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so, you know, that makes it special. You know, What's Hall and of th- Fame weekend like? You were inducted, so many Steelers in. Coach Cower, who we had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, who I love, worked with him at CBS, legendary coach. What, what makes Hall of Fame weekend so special in your eyes, Franco? You've been there. You've been inducted into Canton. What makes it so special and unique? Well, you know, being around players and contributors that have really had a big impact on the game, you know, guys that I played against, guys who were before me, now a lot of guys after me. I mean, seeing this greatness and this greatness continue is, you know, just an awesome experience. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, having guys before me who are no longer with us and, you know, you know, me knowing that I got, you know, to meet them, be around them, you know, you know, share some time with them. Uh, You know, they're one of the greatest of all time. It just really, you know, makes you, you know, really feel, you know, really good to be part of this and, you know, the new players coming in, you know, you know, the new greatness coming in and, uh, it's just an incredible weekend. Uh, this one will be some challenging times because of a number of things uh, this coming weekend. 
you know, we'll try to make it work as much as we can, but we know there are some challenges that are happening right now. Uh, you know, so, but it's, uh, you know, it's just a great honor to be amongst the best of the best during this time. And, and, and you really feel that spirit. I mean, that, you know, it really, you know, just engulfs all of us. And uh, I tell people that when I put on that Hall of Fame jacket, the whole history of football just seemed like it was absorbed into my body. Mm, I mean, it's it, it was, you know, it was that powerful that, that like, like every little kid, you know, every little kid that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, ever played football was absorbed into my body. So, you know, so, you know, uh, so, you know, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's an unbelievable experience, but I appreciate it. But let me just say that, put on your game day socks. Oh, I'm going to have them on. I mean, come on, Franco. You know I'm going to have them on. I got my Harris socks, 32. I got Cowers, 0-0. And before we let you go, for Steelers fans, we're going to be wearing the game day socks all season long. What's your take on the team this upcoming season? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not high on the Steelers this year. I thought Roethlisberger should have retired after last year. What's your take on Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Franco, for 2021? Okay, I'll be kind of quick here. Well, uh, uh, no, like it'll be a challenging year. Uh, like I think our division is is uh, really getting tough, and and Cleveland is, you know, come a long way. And you know, Cleveland's going to be a team that we're going to keep our eye on. But you know, but you know, we my feeling is Mike can always coach our team up and and keep us in the mix. You know, like our defense is always good, you know, I mean, and, you know, just got to see what the offense uh, can do. You know, we have some new people at offensive line. You know, we have great receivers, you know, and me, I think Ben will always be steady and always be good in, in there. But can we get this running game going? And to me, that's going to make the difference. You know, can our first two draft picks, you know, you know, Pat Fryer moved from Penn State and Najee. You know, can they make a difference? You know, we could really use them this year. So, you know, hoping for the best, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but we know that, uh, you know, there's some work that we still have to do. So, so we'll see, you know. Franco, you're the best. We appreciate the time as always, my friend. We'll have our game day socks on all season long, and we appreciate the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. and. This will be a great weekend. Can't wait for it. Franco Harris, the featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Franco Harris, the Hall of Famer. Unbelievable. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM. Thanks to our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM, Man Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.
The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stew. The associate producers, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound design by my guy, Robert Moore. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. And special thanks to SiriusXM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.